In this sicha, the Rebbe is going to be giving a very beautiful and lengthy explanation on a famous Maimar Chazal that tells us that from the time the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, the place that Hashem has in our world is primarily in the four Amois of Halacha. And the Rebbe is going to explain this Maimar Chazal based on a Rambam and so on. But in the beginning of the end of the sicha, this is all going to be tied together with something that happens at the beginning of Parshas Yisrael. It's a very long sicha. So we're just going to sort of try to give a more of an overview of the flow of the Sikha. So the Rebbe starts off by saying that the Pasuk in the beginning of Yisrael says, By Yishma Yisra, Yisrael, Koyin Midian, the chief of Midian or the priest of Midian, here's everything that Hashem has done for the Yidin, for Moshe Rabbeinu, taking them out of Mitzrayim and so on. Chazal asks, and Rashi brings it, Mashmu Bo, what exactly is it that Yisrael heard? And Rashi tells us, Again, Chazal brings three opinions, really, that it's uh, Melchemes Amolek, Matan Torah, and Kriyas Yamsuf. And Rashi puts together two of these, and he says, the same idea, what did he hear and come? And he says, Kriyas Yamsuf and Melchemes Amolek. And the question, of course, is, the Pesach says exactly what Yisrael heard, everything that Hashem did for the Yid and taking them out of Mitzrayim, what exactly is the problem that Chazal and Rashi need to explain? Another question that Rebbe has is, why is Yisroi being actually called with the name Yisroi over here, when in fact, the, we say that Yisroi, he's called by this name, there's two parts of the name. He has the name Yeser, which is one name that he had originally, because an extra parsha of the title was added as a result of Yisroi. And the Vav came as another name, Yisroi, because he was in his Gair and started fulfilling mitzvahs. But in the beginning of this parsha, he's only coming. He wasn't in his Gair yet. So why is he being called Yisrael? In order to explain this, the Rebbe brings a Rambam in Pirush HaMishnayis, which speaks about the above-mentioned Maimer Hazal, that from the day that the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, Hashem only has the four cubits of Halacha. And the Rambam asks, what's this idea of the Dawad HaMishnayis? And the Rambam goes on to explain how the whole purpose of the universe, of this world, is all for mankind, for the person, for the Yid, and the whole purpose of the person, of the Yid, is to come to a Shlemus, to become a perfect person. And the Rambam describes it as in two areas. Number one, to come to the greatest level of Chachma, of wisdom. And the ultimate in wisdom is Chachma, the kiss, understanding the unity of Hashem. And the second thing is Maisa, to, to have Sur Meirava, say Toiv, staying away from bad, doing good and so on. And then the Rambam concludes, now we'll understand the beauty of the Maimur Azal. Hashem only has these four cubits of Allah. And of course, the Rebbe asks, what is the connection between what we just said, that a person is about Chochmah and Maisa, to this idea of Arba Amois Shal Halacha? Now, we understand the idea of Halacha connected to Maisa, to the action part, that's what Halacha is, it's about actions. But how is it related to the concept of this wisdom that the tachos of the person is to understand the wisdom and uh, the, the unity of Hashem and so on and so forth. The Rebbe also wants to understand why that would be called halacha in this particular case. If we are speaking about wisdom and achdus Hashem, why are we referring to it as halacha over here? And of course we would want to understand very much also what this idea of dalad amois specifically is. So the Rebbe says that we could say that the reason why the Rambam says there are the two ideas, Maisa and Chachma, is because really what's the Dalad Amu Shal Halacha coming to replace? It's coming to replace the Beis HaMikdosh. 
And in the Beis Hamikdash, we had these two ideas. On the one hand, we had the Sanhedrin, who give us the Psak Halacha Lemaisa. On the other hand, we have the Kodesh Hakadoshim, the Luchos, representing the secrets of the Torah. And that's why the Rambam says, when we Chazal tell us Dalit Amushal Halacha, it refers to two things. It refers to the Maisa Bepoil, as well as to the deep understanding of godliness. However, we still need to understand why would the Chazal tell it us in this way of Dalad Amois Shel Halacha? Why is it expressed specifically in these words if really we're seemingly speaking about something else? So, on a simple level, the Rebbe says we could say that the idea of Achdus Hashem, the knowledge of Hashem, oneness of Hashem, loving Hashem, and all of these things are, of course, Halachos as well. Of, of course, we start over the day, a little child starts over the day focusing on Hashem, Moida Ani, etc. But nevertheless, we still need to understand a little bit more what exactly is going on over here in this Dalad Amos. What do we mean by Dalad Amos and specifically focusing on the idea of Halacha? So the Rebbe explains a very beautiful idea. First of all, focusing on where does this come from generally, this term of Dalad Amos we find that a person is given his own Dalad Amos. Every person is allocated a space of four Amos. So it refers to the dinim of Tchum Shabbos. A person needs to stay in within his four Amos. So the Gemara explains that the person's body from his feet upwards till his head takes up three amois. And then when he stretches have his hands upwards above his head, that's four amois. And that's why a person is given a space of four amois. The question that Rebbe asks is, why are we giving a person this extra space to stick out his hands? It's not the way a person regularly holds his body. And what the Rebbe explains is the following. By first explaining that generally... The Abishta created a world that we should be partners in the creation. There's the way the Abishta created the world in a, in its own perfect way. And then there's the ideas that we need to add through our avoidance, through our Yagiyah. Says the Rebbe, this is hinted in the idea of the three Amois and the fourth Amois. The three Amois is the person himself, the way the Abishta created him. And furthermore, the three Amois are go in order. You have the head on the top, you have the goof, the body, including the hands, and then you have the, the raglayim, the legs, the feet, and so on, which are lower. But what's the avoid of the person? He needs to reach up to higher than his own limitations, higher than the way the Abishta created him. And that's represented by the idea that he's lifting up his hands above his head. And so in other words, on the one end, he's going beyond his seichel, beyond his head, and yet that's connected to what? To his hands. And the Rebbe explains this in two ways. Number one, not one that the only way to get to the highest, highest levels is specifically through action, through maizah mepoil. And number two, the highest, the higher levels the person reaches and the greatest heights that a person reaches, it always has to have an influence and come down into his hands, into his maizah mepoil. And this is represented by the idea of lifting his hands above his head. Again, are the two ways, bringing... His hands help him reach to above Seichel, as well as bringing all of the Inyarim of Hayat and Seichel down into his hands. The Rebbe explains, just like it's within the person and the world, you also have this within Torah. You have the three levels of Torah. Torah is usually divided in Torah, Nevi'im, and Ksuvim, and so on. And then you have the idea of Tshuva. Through Tshuva, Yidin came by the second set of Luchas, what we call Kiflayim Musushia, to an extra, deeper level in Torah. So here you also have again the same idea. On the one hand, you have the three levels that the Abishta gave on his own, and then you have what the person reaches through his own Yigiyah, through his own Avoidah. And this is really what the Rambam is telling us. That we have the Dalad Amus Shal Halacha is representing this idea that the person comes to his greatest Chachmah, 
He was supposed to reach the highest levels of wisdom, the greatest levels of actions, but all of this needs to be permeated with, and needs to, the person has to come and reach to that level which really takes him beyond his own seichel, reaching to the levels that are completely, completely beyond his own limitations. And the Rebbe says that this is why it's called Dalad Amwis Shel Halacha. As we said before, you lift your hands above your head. What's the idea over here? Because when when are you sure that you really reach that deepest level, that greatest level beyond Seichel and so on, the deepest secrets of the Torah? It's specifically when it translates into some practical, concrete action. And that's what the Rebbe says. This is the idea of the deepest level of the Torah. There's the Neshama of the Torah, as opposed to just the body, but it needs to impact the practical. Says the Rebbe, this is also why we say that Miyoyim Shechara, Beis HaMikdosh, that's when we had these four Amishol Halacha. Because what was in the Beis HaMikdosh here too we had? We had the three levels of the Azor or the Chotzer. We have the Heichel or the Oyel Moyed. And then we have the Kodesh HaKadoshim, which represents the three general levels. But then you have within the Kodesh HaKadoshim, we have the Oroin, which represents that fourth level through which the Shechina was really coming down in the place where the real Achdus of Hashem is recognized. And as we say, the place of the Oroim cannot even be measured. So here we have, on the one hand, the idea that it's the greatest and deepest level, higher than creation, and yet it needs to be translated into a practical Oroim, Beis Hamikdash, Avoida, and so on. Says the Rebbe, that generally, when we come to Matan Torah, we also have these two ideas. We have the parts of Torah that are given through us through the Aseris Hadibrois, and then you have the fact that Hashem was Nizgala through the, came down in, by, by Matan Torah. And this is the two ideas of on the one hand emphasizing the idea of the Misa, of the actions, the practical inyonim that come through the, the Aseris Adibra is what we need to do in action. Then you have the Achdus Hashem that's expressed by Matan Torah, that Yediyah Selikos, but even that comes through what? Through Vayyedid Hashem, through an action, that has to come down, until Hashem comes down through an action on Har Sinai, and before that even, Moshe Rabbeinu of course also has to go up Lamaila. The Rebbe now goes back to explain the questions in regards to Yisroi. And the Rebbe explains that Yisroi also had these two ideas of Chochma and Maisa in the greatest way first, as he was still before he converted, so Yisroi, first of all, was a priest of Midian, and he was also the chief of Midian. And being the chief of Midian is more about the mice of a poil, about bringing out, carrying out the orders of what the king wants, and so on and so forth. It's about mice of a poil. Being the priest of Avodah Zorah represents, represents an idea that he's very, very great in his chachman, his knowledge, and his wisdom. And yet, what happens now, after being perfect in his chachman and mice, on the side of Klippa, now he comes and comes to start appreciate that the real Chochmah and the real Maisa is specifically in, in the Indian of the, of, of Matan Torah, the Eden and so on and so forth. And this is what Yisrael heard. So the question that Rashi is asking, Mashmua Shamova. That means to say like this. On the one hand, yes, he appreciates the Nyanum of Yiddishkeit, the Nyanum of Torah and Mitzvahs and so on and so forth. And that's what says clearly in the Torah. That's why he's in this guy. The question is, what caused him to go out of all of his limitations? Because Yisroi, although he recognizes that there is an Indian of greatness of Chachma and a greatness of Maisa, which by the way is also the two names of Yeser and Yisroi. Yeser is that he adds a parsha in the Torah, the Chachma, and Yisroi is the Maisa, that he was converted. So although he recognizes that he has to go over to the side of Kedusha, nevertheless, why can't he stay in his place? What caused him, Uba, what caused him to go out of his limitations? 
So we say, Kriyas Yamsuf and Mulchemes Amalek. Well, first of all, Kriyas Yamsuf, Mulchemes Amalek, Kriyas Yamsuf is again an action where the Yidin are traveling. traveling. And Mulchemes Amalek was more again an, uh, an ideological idea where the Yidin are asking, is Hashem amongst us or not? And then they finally come to recognize, to look up to Hashem, going beyond their Chachmah, recognizing that Hashem is in charge of everything, going out of all of their limitations. But here we have the idea that he saw two things again of going out of limitations, and that caused, that's what caused him to go away from his place, out of his own comfort zones. First of all, Kriyas Yamsov is a concept of breaking down barriers and limitations between Yam and Yabosha, and Melchemes Amolik is also an idea Amalek caused a certain coldness, a certain apathy, specifically to the idea of going higher than Tam Vadas, where he might agree to serve Hashem, but not to go higher than Tam Vadas. And this one, Melchemes Amalek, is to break this klipa. So when Gisrael hears these two things, this is, this is what causes him to go out of his own Agbalis, out of his own limitations. So he had the perfect Chachma, the perfect Misa, in Klippa, first of all, and then even within Kedusha, but it's ultimately to going beyond all the limitations and Finally, being able to be piled a bit like Zaira between the Tachtoyim and Elyon.